Welcome back to the Mavcast. My name is Charlie Maverick, and I have the infamous, the notorious guest of all time. He got warrants. Harry Zell's back on the show to talk football. How you doing, man? I, I, I don't know what to do with my hats. <laughs> I, I just don't know what to do with my hats. Hey, everybody. I'm doing well. Let's get in and talk about these playoffs. So as you can see, we are now on video. If you guys have not uh, looked at the last show I did last night, I'm kind of going ham with the camera, uh, Mavcast is on video now, live on YouTube. So thank you guys for watching, listening, and all that. We're still on iTunes and all that, you know, still chilling. So we're here to talk about the playoffs and um, before we get into the playoffs, man, so we uh, did not do a football show in a while because of the holidays and whatnot. So we got to catch up a little bit. We got to catch up. First of all, I got my Chromecast going, and I need to mute this YouTube video because they're talking about phones, and I'm kind of like got ADD, so I just turned it off. Um, so let's catch up a little bit. Uh, what you been up to, man? Uh, well, you know, life has been kind of interesting. You know, of course, we got the new job. Hollow. So, <laughs> yeah, I've been moving from one place to another for our regular work job. So, <laughs> that's been going on. And then spent some time with the family, spent some time with some friends, and just basically hanging out here in the ATL. How about yourself, buddy? Uh, basically about the same thing, getting used to the new digs and, um, just bringing in 2014 like a grown man should, yeah, and, um, getting used to using iOS with the new work phone and stuff like that, enjoying yeah. sports, uh, just, um, hey, trying to stay warm, pun <laughs> yeah. That was interesting. That was very interesting on Monday. Oh my God! It was so cold. It was when you tweeted it was two degrees. I was like, should I call in sick? No, I just got the job. No, I can't do that. No, I can't do it. I can call in sick. No, no, no. And I brought it up. I gotta tell the story because I'm not ashamed of it. But on Tuesday. It was six degrees in the morning, sun shining. Harry tweeted out something in, in the in the in the way of I'm tired of these meteorologists talk about it's two degrees outside with the sun shining. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a good thing, right? So I was like, I had I had this plan <laughs> on, on I had this plan on Monday night that I was gonna go to work with my, with my Tim's on and the baggiest, heaviest jeans that I got, and this big ass bubble jacket, right? And I was going to go to our old office, so I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's all good. I'm gonna go there looking like I'm a member of Wu Tang, like the 57th member of Wu Tang." So I go up in there and. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently, I didn't get the memo until I got to work. This dude tried to text me and call me and tell me that the heat was broke. <laughs> 
and it was cold in there, we should like vacate the premises <laughs> and go to the new office. So I didn't get that memo. When I went in there, right, everybody was like, Hey, how you doing? I'm in I'm like decked out in Doug gear, like Doug uniform, right? Look like I'm about to grab the mic and rap or be the hype man, and <laughs> and Harry uh, apparently um, had a contingency plan because he, I mean, he was dressed up, <laughs> and, and I was like, okay, so he was like, the heat's broke. I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, I, I'm I'm all right. So I took off my jacket. I'm like, man, it's cold in here. <laughs> <laughs> it was like so. Uh, a boss was like, "Yo, um, you guys can come uh, to the new office, and, and you know it's cold in there, and you don't have to be in those conditions or whatnot." So, I I, I had a I had a life decision because um, being around corporate corporate people. Not let, let me just say, corporate people is different from corporate corporate people. <laughs> oh, corporate people <laughs> is different yeah. from corporate corporate. Yes. See, corporate people, corporate people is what we used to be, and we can wear jeans every day. Corporate, corporate people, they don't play that. No, you can't. No, because you got like people that make six, seven figures in corporate, corporate, and if they see you in jeans, they'd be like, "Why, why are you here? Are you delivering?" <laughs> so, so I had a life decision. <laughs> Am I going to uh, go home and change? A. <laughs> a. Plan A. That, that was a good plan. Or am I going to just tough it out and go up in this building with the corporate corporate people and look like I'm the 57th member of Wu-Tang? Uh, rock the mic, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't have a little towel on my shoulder or nothing, so, you know. I was, oh, gosh. So. I was like, so no, no. First, Harry, Harry had a bright idea. Like, yeah, man, go like that. <laughs> I had jokes. I had jokes already ready. I'm like, excuse me, everybody. This is Waka Faka's little cousin. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta take a drink. <laughs> this is not Kool Aid, people. Young kids, if you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, but I was like, nah. And this other dude, I'm, he's gonna remain nameless right now. But he was like, yeah, that's a good idea. Why don't you like go like that? Like, no, nope, he carried his ass home. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> he, man, I bet you if I showed up dressing in them jeans and that bubble jacket, he would have showed up just. He would have showed up. <laughs> I guarantee it. But needless to say. I took it upon myself to make the adult decision, being a corporate corporate guy now, to go home and change into some um, dress slacks and and put a dang jacket on that was appropriate. So I got I, I got <laughs> <laughs> I got right real quick. Man, I got there a little real bit later quick, than I wanted to, but quick, you know, and, and nobody looked at me like I was lost. You know, why why are you here dressed like that? So anyway. So, Viewers, that was Monday. There's a story about Tuesday as well. Oh, Lord. Oh, man. No, you tell that so, story. I ain't Tuesday. That. <laughs> uh, Tuesday was a very interesting day because Tuesday the building lost power. 
Oh, Lord, yes. Now, mind you, this is our last week working in this building. I think Thursday was what's going to be our first official day in our new office, in our new digs, and we're just finishing out the, the week, essentially, in our old office. And Tuesday, I get to work, and I instantly walk in, and I'm like, the hell is that damn smell? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? Because I, when I pull up to the building, I see this big, huge machines outside the building. I'm like, oh, okay. So they got some portable heaters in there to at least bring the temperature up to at least 60 degrees. Because you're probably thinking, wow, 60 degrees. I'm like, no, it was really that cold in there. That getting it to 60 degrees was an improvement <laughs> on the temperature. Stop me if I'm lying. No, you ain't lying. You ain't lying. <laughs> so... <laughs> I get to work and I'm sitting down. I was like, man, this damn smell. What what the hell is going on? So then again, our our boss <laughs> emails us and says, hey, since y'all have no power, why don't you come on down to Ravinia? <laughs> We're ordering pizza and you can be here for the meeting instead of telecommuting or teleconferencing into the meeting. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I leave our old office at around 9 o'clock. And hmm. Charlie, about how far is the old office to the new office? Uh, so about seven miles from my house to the new office. So I'm going to say about 11, maybe. 11 miles. So you're probably thinking that's about a 10, 20-minute drive-in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in Atlanta traffic, that translates to an hour. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Yeah. So, so, so... I don't know how long you were sitting in traffic, but I went down one exit, not two, not four, one exit, and it took me 45 minutes to go down one exit. So I'm like, I'm sitting here like, there better be a wreck, somebody, God, God help them if they close to died or have died. I didn't see any flashing lights. How about I went past the MARTA station and everything was fine, no car disabled, no nothing. I don't. I still don't know what caused that traffic. I still don't know. Piss me, me off. Me either. Me either. I'm thinking, man. I done told the boss, sure thing. I'll be there in a little bit. Leaving the office now. Sent that at nine o'clock. <laughs> I showed up what ten fifteen. <laughs> 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 I'm thinking, oh my god. The boss thinking this dude went home, <laughs> sat down, watched some sports center. Well, I guess I'll show up. Oh, like, oh man. But you were right in time for the meeting, though. So it was, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Early for the meeting. <laughs> yeah, late for work. Well, you were on time for work. It wasn't your fault. You you were on the clock on time. You yeah. just had to commute. That wasn't your fault. No. no but, man, you know what? I, I just I just came to the conclusion at, at at that juncture that God didn't want us in that building anymore. So, you know, I had no hopes of ever seeing the door for that building at all, ever again. <laughs> I mean, psh. Uh, look, look, the, the power went out, the heat went out, it had it smelled like fried uh, wire in there. It, it killed some desktop computers. Yeah, it killed the old computers. On the week that we supposed to leave. So what else are you supposed to think that, like, oh, God, don't want me in the building? So it's like the Titanic. The ship is going down. Hey, I, I'm not going to be Leonardo DiCaprio. I can't swim. You better let me on that flotation device that you want. Oh, I'm gonna pull you off. That's that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I'll never let you go. Then you let me go. And no, no, she was no, so no. selfish. 
man, all she want to do is, is be in that movie when she got old. That's all she want to do. <laughs> Heffle. Heffle. <laughs> so, <laughs> out, that got out the way. So, we're back now. 2014, ready to talk about football. And it's been uh, a pretty good season. You know, I, I, I was thinking all the injuries and whatnot going on, especially to my team, the Patriots, and and widespread injury over the, the entire like league. I was like, man, this is kind of going to suck going into playoffs. But enough people are healthy again, and, you know, we, we got some good games for the wild cards. Let's talk about the wild cards real quick before we get into the the playoff brackets going playoffs. into, like, the, the championships and the semifinal, whatever. Let's, let's talk about that. So uh, I'm not sure how many games you caught, but apparently every last wild card game either went down to the last minute or got dang near close to going down to the wire in terms of, like, who's going to win. So if you went to sleep on some games, you, you might have woke up surprised the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm I'm still shocked. How did the Chiefs lose to the Colts? I, I, I can't figure that one out. I mean, they were blowing them out. I honestly had stopped watching that game because they were up so, so much. And then I was doing some laundry, to be honest. And then when I looked at the team screen, I'm like, what the hell? The Colts are up. What, what, what happened? What, what's going on? So my dad was like, they're going to come back. I was like, no, these guys are going to come back. Look at, look at the lead. Look at the lead. This is in the second half. This is in the fourth quarter. These guys ain't going to come back. So we're sitting there chilling in, in the hotel lobby whatnot because they were visiting me and uh, my parents were visiting me. And lo and behold, five minutes left in the game, all hell breaks loose and the game got, like, serious. And then, I don't know, I think I think the Chiefs were, like, I think it set in finally that they realized that they really do suck as a team, like, as, as a franchise, they suck as a franchise. And they were like, you know what? We did really good this season. You know, uh, we, we did something that we probably won't ever do again. Uh, you know, we really suck. And Andy Reid is with us. Well, he's, a, he's a good coach whatnot, but whatever. Uh, he usually tanks at the last minute. Uh, Alex Smith, you know, he, he is treated like a bastard child, even though, you know, he doesn't lose a game for you, but he ain't really going to win a game either. It's, except that one game he did a few years back, and nah. so you know, you, you know what? That's perfect karma. Let me tell. Let me talk about the perfect karma. What happened? Because um, <clears throat> the reason why the the Steelers aren't in the uh, the playoffs or got a chance at a wild card is because uh, apparently the Chiefs had no intention of winning. Uh, the last regular season game against the Chargers, which if the Chargers won the game, which they did, it would have been the last piece of the puzzle to keep the Steelers out. So what Kansas City did is take out their Pro Bowl starters for both offense and defense. And, and the funny thing was, even though they did that, they almost still won the game against the Chargers. How the hell that happened? Like, and the Chargers, it went to overtime. How are you 
getting paid all this money, contract money, and your, your franchise players or whatnot, first string players, starters, are struggling against the second string. How are you supposed to feel about that? How are you happy about that victory? Please tell me. How are yeah. you happy? And then they won. Well, first of all, when they... Uh, I mean, hold on. Okay, so the Chiefs <laughs> and the Chargers. There's a rule in the NFL that says you can only line up six people to the right or six people to the left of the formation for field goal. And there's a field judge that his assignment is to count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, flag. And apparently he can count, but he can't count the seven because you can clearly see seven people line up to the right of the field goal kicker and they get around and quote unquote that might have thrown off Ryan Subcut's field goal attempt to send Kansas City to win the game to put my Steelers in the playoffs. But he missed it anyways. And the game went in overtime. And then in the overtime session, it's a fourth and like one or something. I, I don't know. And the Chargers decide to go with it. And the Chiefs actually rip the ball from the running back and then return it for a touchdown. But somehow it was ruled forward motion. And it's a judgment call. When the people who are on the field who could make the judgment call didn't make the judgment call, brought it back. The defensive touchdown that the Chiefs scored. San Diego goes on to drive down the field and kick a field goal to win the game and send by Chargers. I'm sorry, send the Chargers on to the playoffs and the Steelers home. So I'm thinking, okay, who do the Chargers have to go play? The Ben Gals in Cincinnati. West Coast team traveling all the way to the East Coast. Cold weather. It's going to be bitter cold outside. Snow in the forecast. Oh, the Chargers about to get ran through by the Ben Gals. And what did the huh. Ben Gals do? Egg. Oh, my gosh. I think they realized yesterday that they had a playoff game on Sunday because they, <laughs> they didn't even show up. They didn't even show up at all. I mean, you got a home playoff game, and you managed to score only 10 points. 10. Ten. How many fumbles did the Bengals have during that game? Because I know Andy Dalton had a fumble when he tried to – do a quarterback sneak or something. I know, oh, my God. Uh, I don't know who, <sighs> countless interceptions. I, I think there was about five interceptions that he threw. Some were not his fault. Some were tips. But I think there were a total of four turnovers in that game, four, maybe five. But, you know, everybody knows you're not going to win playoff anything with that many turnovers. Right. I don't care if it's playoff space, back of rack, four square, tether ball, you turn the ball over, you're not going to win. And, and then Andy Dalton, for some reason, is the king of the turnovers. He had four turnovers in week four. Then he comes around in the playoffs and has another four turnover game and expects to win. No, sir. So now it sets it up for a rematch between the Chargers and the Broncos. Hopefully Peyton Manning can get some revenge and get it out the first round of the playoffs and set up a match against Tom Brady, which everybody wants to see, by the way. We want to see Tom Brady, and we want to see Peyton Manning dueling out in the playoffs to see who goes to the Super Bowl. Tell me I'm not. Tell me I'm not lying. So I'm <clears throat> glad you said it because I want to see that too. Is this? It would be like classic Peyton versus Tom. 
you know, trying to go to the Super Bowl, trying to figure out who goes to the Super Bowl. And this back in the day when, you know, the Patriots and the Colts are playing, it was like an event. And, and sometimes if on the NFC it was a whack team or a team that you just hated, you're like, this is my Super Bowl. This is the, these two teams, this, is, this game is going to be the equivalent of what I want in the Super Bowl. And unfortunately, since they're playing the same conference, um, I mean, that's the best you can get. I mean, I, if Peyton went to the NFC, and of course Tom Brady stays in the AFC, if they would have met in the Super Bowl, who cares who won? That would be, oh man, like Thriller in Manila, like a oh, big, massive, like. Imagine how much money you generate. How do you get that wrong being the commissioner and not forcing that dude to go to the NFC? How do you get that wrong? Yeah, that would easily, easily be one of those moments where you ask, where were you when you saw when Tom Brady and Peyton Manning were playing in the Super Bowl? That would be huge, major. Now, what did we get? We got Tom Brady and Eli Manning playing twice, and we both we lost both times. Still bitter about that. <laughs> Thank you, Eli. And you, I think, God, Eli lays a goose egg all the time, except when it comes to playing us. And I, I, I blame Dallas for all that because Dallas. I blame Dallas Cowboys for all that because they were supposed to beat the Giants all the time, and every time they didn't beat the Giants, and the Giants got into the playoffs and ruined everybody's dreams. I blame Dallas. So you Dallas fans out there. Man, I hate y'all too, man. Golly. Dallas, we... I believe... You know what? Jerry Jones, you and Hugh Hefner, y'all need to go into old folks' home because y'all ain't doing right. <laughs> you too. So, um... I got off track. We got off track. <laughs> My fault. Um, so, let's talk about the NFC. Um, I don't like Green Bay, <laughs> and God knows that I don't like Green Bay, and God has been blessing me a lot lately. <laughs> so wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You prayed that Aaron Rodgers didn't make it to the second round of the playoffs? Because uh, I don't think Con that it's, you don't like Green Bay or you don't like Aaron Rodgers. What, uh, what, look, here's the thing. I dislike Green Bay to a certain extent because of how they treated, you know, Brett Favre going out. I don't like uh, Rodgers because I, deep down in my heart, he's a little bit overrated to me. And it's kind of like, let, let me see. It, it's kind of like... You know how your favorite show that you just love to watch got taken off TV and they replaced it for some stupid ass show that you hate you hate its guts, but everybody loves it. Everybody else loves it. But you are so bitter because you feel that it's the new stupid show's fault why the classic, classic freaking show that you love got taken off TV. That's how I feel. I'm sure Aaron Rodgers is a good guy. I quote the discount double check all the time. I don't like his haircut. I don't like his face, but he's a good quarterback. 
I still don't like them. Uh, this is just me. I don't like Green Bay. Okay, why don't you just go ahead and tell the people that you're upset that Ironside got canceled. I mean, your favorite TV show. I'm mad that the Mantis got canceled, the not Mantis Ironside. Got canceled. You know, Blair Underwood can kick rocks for all I care. Because, you know, I started to watch the event and got into the event, and Blair Underwood was on the event, and I knew in the back of my mind, he's just like Tay Diggs, he's just like Morris Chestnut. And I watched V. V was on ABC. I watched V. I got into both of those shows, the event and V, and those Negroes ruined my life. I, those guys are like a virus that kills shows. So those shows can go off TV, but Grimm, Grimm seems hey, hey, to stay hey, strong. Hey, I don't know who hey, watches Grimm. Hey, no, no, no. Hey, no, hey, no, no. Hey. No, no. First of all, Grimm is an excellent show. This is the only show where beings of superpowers are afraid of a regular guy with no superpowers. Genius. Straight face. <laughs> and they and they Jeez. turn into these these fairy tale um, uh, faced beings or something. It, the computer generation is awful. First of all, it was it was okay the first first season, but after a while you're like, increase you know, that's, your that's, budget. That's, yeah, please increase your budget. If you got signed off for another season, hopefully they're paying you more now than when you first started. So. You need to get better makeup guys or computer engineers or whatever. But, man, I looked at that show a little bit because it was on tonight. I looked at it, and I was like, man, I am not interested at all. Can they bring on ALF or something, you know? Just just bring back on ALF. So we got lost again. I don't know what we're talking about. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron I don't like Rodgers that dude. and the Packers. You don't like that dude. Nah, so you were happy to see the 49ers pull it out. I like the 49ers. One of my friends is a 49ers fan, you know, and I like the root for him because, you know, just like I like the root for the Steelers for you, man, you know, um, I don't have a problem with either team. I like I like to see him play. I don't like Colin Kaepernick still. I, I'm still not a believer in him. <clears throat> he doesn't seem like to Cap? me. Nah, to me, he doesn't seem to be the person to put up enough points to, to win you uh, a championship. Alex Smith worked, I feel, Alex Smith worked better with that system than Colin Kaepernick, but that's just my opinion. I'm still bitter about that. Um, but, nah, nah. Um, I'm glad that they beat Green Bay. Um, it was kind of sketchy for a minute. They, they, they almost lost. You know, it was a close game at the end. We thought Aaron Rodgers was going to do like the, he did to um, the Bears, but, you know, there were some plays where, where <laughs> Aaron Rodgers thought he was still playing the Bears, and and he was like, yeah, I'm gonna throw this in the coverage, and and uh, San Francisco was like, you know what, you ain't playing the Bears, you know we can't cover people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, you're not gonna go fourth and seven and just <laughs> throw a touchdown, and not gonna happen against them. Yeah, it's not gonna happen against that 49ers defense. So that game that's coming up, the 49ers versus. The Panthers. I mean, it's like the clash of the defense right there. I like that. That's going to be an excellent game. I'm going to go ahead and go on record here that whichever team can run the ball, I'm not going to say whichever team can throw the ball, but whatever team can run the ball, oppose their will on the opposing defensive line, is going to win that football game. 
there's no way I see quarterbacks having a good day passing the ball. I say they're going to hand the ball off to their workhorse or Cam Newton or Colin Kaepernick are going to get at least 80 yards on the ground rushing in order to hmm. win that football game. Really? That's what's going to win that game. Hmm. <clears throat> I feel whoever mitigates turnovers would win that game. Whoever, whoever uh, makes the least amount of mistakes as the offense um, would win that game. So, so we we both know that they have one, uh, two of the top defenses in the league, mm-hmm. and we all we all know that it's going to be a defensive struggle. Mm-hmm. We we don't expect for it to be like uh, watching the Denver Broncos and putting up like forty points. Although you know we might get surprised. Yeah, either team is capable of putting up forty points, but I don't see it. I don't see it being a shootout. I see it being a defensive struggle. Field position yeah. is going to be the key. I, I can see this game coming down to a last-second field goal again. Hmm. So they're playing in Carolina. Yeah, playing in Carolina. I think it's supposed to be about 40 degrees. Another cold-weather hmm. game for the uh, kids from Cali. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm going to go out on, on a limb here and say the home team wins this one since Colin Kaepernick packing. And the Panthers go on to play the winner of the Saints and the uh, Seahawks. So here's my prediction. And before I say that, I want to say, Cam Newton, uh, you have become what we have expected into a, a, a young, and I hate to play the race car, but a young African-American quarterback, young, quarter, young African-American quarterback. So what, what uh, Michael Vick... Would um, don't say um, his name. Cordell Stewart. <laughs> don't. Uh, I said this earlier today. Don't say it. I'm not even going to say his name because I, I, you know, I forgot about that dude until he brought it up, and and I'm like, I don't even put him in discussion because he's loony. He he had all that he could have, and he just threw it away. Thank he you. had his own team. Thank you. No, he he had his chance. I'm, we're not even gonna mention his name. It's gonna be like Voldemort. We're not gonna say his name. <laughs> he doesn't deserve it. He he ruined his own career. He he could have. Oh man, I hope he gets help. But anyway, um. Oh, for those out there who are listening right now, we're talking about the guy who used to quarterback the Titans, the the what was that? The Eagles, the Bills, and a little bit on Green Bay. We're not gonna say his name though. Cause he's garbage. He, uh, yeah. Um, he, his last name is Young. We're only, we're only gonna say. <gasps> oh, okay. It ain't Steve Young either. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I mean, he he is big, he's strong, he's fast, he's accurate, and he has great decision making. He's not a run first quarterback. He used to be. He used to. But be. He evolved. He evolved. He evolved. Yes, his accuracy is there. His decision making is there. He showed growth. He 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 was able to be taught. His maturity has set in. He knows when to do things and when not. He knows when to run, and he knows when to sit in that pocket 
and 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 wait till the last second, hold that pocket, and throw it accurately to his receivers, and make big plays when he needs to make big plays, or you know oppose his will. And he can take hits if he if he has to stay in that pocket at the last minute and take that hit after he throws. He can do that. Michael Vick, I'm sorry, you should have kept that jail weight. You shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. He he's fragile. I mean, when he lost the weight, he got fragile again. I mean, he it seems like he got skinnier when he lost the weight on the Eagles than he was on the Falcons. Understand? Should have kept that jail weight. He could he should have been like Mike Tyson, kept that jail weight. It didn't work out for Mike Tyson, but I mean, it might have worked out for Michael Vick. Michael That's Vick so never weird. learned how to be a, a pocket, a pocket first quarterback. He always wanna, yeah, I'm gonna do my checks real quick. And I'm gonna assume nobody's gonna be open, and I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and run it first. Yeah, I mean, Mike Vick before the leg injury in Atlanta. I mean, he had four two speed, so it's kind of hard to tell somebody, hey, if you can't throw it. Stand there and look for somebody else when you got four two speed back there. So that's why I think you kind of wanted him to escape the pocket early and get out on the edge and start running the ball. But then again, again when he was with Atlanta and he broke his leg, you know, I don't know of anybody who can break a leg and come back and have four two speed still. You know, so he kind of had to sit back and want to evolve, but his natural instinct because he's been doing that since. Pop Warner to college and a little bit in the NFL to your first primary target isn't available, go ahead and escape the pocket and make miracles happen. But now you're a little bit slower if your first step. And that's why I think as he got older and especially when he came back, you saw him taking more and more and more sacks in his career, just potentially making him a Mr. Glass where he can't stay healthy and on the field for 16 games. So that was his downfall. And like you were saying about Cam Newton, I think Cam Newton's around 6'6", 6'7", around 260 pounds, 260 pounds, and he plays quarterback, and he can run the ball. That, sir, could you imagine? He's already done his check downs, like you said. He looked, he looked, he looked, nobody's open, and now he's escaping the pocket. He's running down the field. You're a linebacker. So what what are you around like six three, six four? So you're giving up about two inches. You're about two thirty, two forty. You're giving up around fifty, sixty pounds. Hmm. And you're saying, Hey, we want you to tackle this guy running the ball. He's the quarterback. Yeah. Cam's a load to take down. So I say this. go ahead. Is is he the equivalent in, in terms of size? Is he the equivalent of like if we if we put LeBron James at quarterback? Oh man, I think LeBron James is actually like two inches taller than him, about six eight. Mm-hmm. But yeah, pretty much with what well, LeBron James with his athletic and natural God given talents on the basketball court, Cam can do that on the football field. He he's got quick feet. He can make any throw on the football field. He can beat you by running the ball out of the pocket and throwing the ball deep down the field. So he would have to be the catalyst to the Carolina the Panthers offense. And if you notice this season that they did away with a lot of the read option stuff. And as you mentioned, staying in the pocket and delivering the ball. 
But then again, you always have to, as a defensive coordinator, plan for that read option. So therefore, you're keeping either a linebacker or a safety in the box to spy on Cam Newton and him making his smart decisions, lowering his interception numbers, and raising his completion percentage has made the Panthers a two-way team because they've always had a running game Mm -hmm. with Williams and Stewart in the backfield. And then now they got a healthy Steve Smith. They got a healthy Greg Olson at the tight end. And I always forget that tall, lanky dude opposite of Steve Smith at wide receiver. So they have the weapons to take you out. How about the guy, uh, the rookie? I can't remember his name, but he he is. Um, they're comparing him to um, to uh, Erlacher and um, and uh, oh, Kusling Ray Lewis, the linebacker. Oh, I don't want to sound racist and say the white guy, but yeah. Well, he is white. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's. He's doing his thing. I mean, to be a rookie and to be the signal caller on defense, that's quite amazing right there on his own. Even though he did get away with a little pass interference against your Patriots there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not relive that. Uh, uh, I almost forgot about that. Pass interference slash holding slash, no, not really. My dinner's getting cold. Let's wrap this game up. I think he thought he was on Dancing with the Stars and his partner was Gronkowski. <laughs> he did a little pirouette, did, gave him a little dip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my new laugh. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I think that the Panthers have a good shot. I don't know if they have enough to go to the Super Bowl and win, but at least they have enough... I feel to be a 50-50 chance um, competitor uh, to win against the 49ers, and, and, and I feel that I'm in in a in like a spot to where I like the 49ers, I like Carolina. Well, I don't, I haven't always liked Carolina. This might have been the first time ever that I rooted for Carolina since they have been in existence, um, but. I don't know who I want to win. Whoever wins, I'm okay with, but I, I can't root for anybody. I, I like both of them equally right now. I'm just going to enjoy the game. That's all I can say. Okay, I yeah, I, I definitely think the the NFC games have the potential to be the better games this playoff week because you have the 49ers playing the Panthers, and then the other NFC game is the Saints playing the Seahawks. Ooh. In Seattle. Let's talk about that. So, we were under the assumption that New Orleans was probably going to lose that game that they played uh, because of the fact. Well, let, let, they played the Eagles first of all, and it was uh, it was in Philadelphia, and we felt that because New Orleans was was so bad on the road recently that there was no way they were going to win the game because it was cold weather, it was outside, it was on the road. Those three things that were going against New Orleans. And they just happened to pull out the win. And uh, uh, I wasn't expecting that. 
I was expecting a close game maybe, but I was going to wait for Drew Brees to just tank. And he kind of did in the first half, but apparently uh, Sean Payton came to him and was like, you know what, we, they brought me back. for uh, They didn't bring me back for nothing. You know, uh, you don't want me to get some of y'all caught up in, in uh, Bounty Gate again, so y'all better go do work. <laughs> that defense sucks, but the their defense showed up in the second half, I bet you. <laughs> Bounty yeah, Gate yeah. Part 2 after Sharknado. <laughs> so how do you feel about that game? Um, how do you feel about how Nick Foles played the, or, or who showed up, who didn't show up? How do you, how do you feel? Uh, Nick Foles played as expected to play. A, a, a rookie quarterback, first playoff game. I didn't expect anything spectacular out of Nick Foles. However, I expected a lot more out of Shady McCoy. I thought they would have ran him a little bit more. Being a cold-weather game, you don't want to throw up that ice rock of a football for him to catch. But uh, the Saints did a good job of bottling up uh, McCoy. I don't think he had more than 80 yards in that game on all purpose, either catching the ball or running the ball. So they pretty much said that you're not going to beat us with Shady McCoy, and they're going to force Nick Foles to make some plays. And Nick Foles can throw the ball, but he's no Vic when it comes to running the ball. So and in that offense that they run in Philadelphia with Chip Kelly, uh, you need a, a quarterback who can escape the pocket or hold the ball for a long period of times so the receivers can get downfields to make to make things happen. And it worked during the regular season, but you know, when you're game planning for one thing in the playoffs, you pretty much can say that we're gonna take this one thing from you, be us doing something else. And a one trick pony got exposed in Philadelphia, and that's why the Saints won. Now, on the other hand, the Saints playing the Seattle Seahawks. Now, we all know that Seattle has the corners who can match up with anybody in the NFL. And if you watch Seattle play, they play man-to-man defense. And you're thinking, oh, with a quarterback like Drew Brees, he should cut them up in a heartbeat playing that man-to-man defense. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. No. Because when you throw up a jump ball against their 6'4", 6'5", and 6'6", safe secondary players out there, they can jump with those wide receivers, and especially and especially Richard Sherman on the Seahawks defense. So I see this game coming down to Russell Wilson controlling the clock, making smart decisions with the football, and Marshawn Lynch grinding out the last few minutes of this game, and the Seahawks winning it in at least – 14 points, two touchdowns. I'm giving this one a two-touchdown win by the Seattle Seahawks. You give it a two-touchdown rating. You know, I, I like that. I like that, and I'm going to have to agree for the sole fact that where the Saints lack in defense, the Seahawks capitalize in defense. And I'd, here's the thing about the Seahawks, though. Here's the thing about them. The, the the secondaries are great. I'm not too confident in their run defense. Oh, from not the confident Saints? Yet. No, from Seahawks. Seahawks. I'm not too okay. confident. Yeah. They have a strong secondary. 
But when it comes to run defense, I'm not sure. Um, so Drew Brees is not going to be able to throw those deep passes to Colston. I don't even know if he's playing, but he, he won't be able to throw them to the Jimmy Graham like he wants to. Um, he's going to have to get creative, basically. It's going to be it's going to be cold. It's going to be outside. So my question to you is: Do you think because the factors again are up against the the Saints, do you think that New Orleans has enough to win with with all the factors going against them? Mm. So Seattle is just Seattle is louder than New Orleans. And that's what's scary about it is that you can't simulate that noise level because, first of all, it's outdoors, but somehow they – what was that thing? They created a Guinness Book of World Record for stadium noise in an outdoor venue. That's insane. So I don't see how you create that atmosphere to practice it because when you see the field reporter and they're talking about they can't take a step away from the microphone, because they won't be audible because it's so loud in the stadium when the people are cheering. I don't see how you do play calling on there because they talk about, well, you can do a silent count, a silent count. I mean, people talk about football players being stupid, but it doesn't take a genius to figure out, okay, when he claps his hands or when he lifts his leg or when he touches helmet, the center's going to snap the ball. So that basically gives the defense an edge of jumping snaps right there giving Drew Brees less time to throw the ball. So this is what I wanted to break down. Drew Brees is already at a disadvantage because he's so short. He doesn't take the traditional three- to five-step drop to throw the ball because he can't see over the tall offensive lineman. He takes a more deeper drop and a five-to-seven drop, and he still tilts his neck up to see over the lineman. Mm -hmm. So if you got professional athletes jumping snap counts who are rushing – your quarterback, and they have a head start on him, uh -huh. everything is going to have to be a quick-hitting pass in order to bring the pressure off of the offensive line to hold up to protect him from the defensive rushers so Drew Brees can get the ball away. And that, with the noise and the confusion, you basically can't do a quick hit. Those bubble screens that the Patriots love to read, those are pretty much thrown out the book. Because you can't signal to that play unless you already have it called. Because once you do your little hand gesture once, you've given it away. You can't do the same hand gesture twice against a professional athlete and think it's going to win. So with that being said, now you're thinking, okay, well, what about the Saints relying on Darren Sproles and Mark, and Mark Ingram to run the football? Uh, yeah. Like you said, Seattle doesn't have that great of a – defensive line and stopping the run, but those corners and safeties love to come up and tackle. Good point. So Mark Ingram breaks through the initial front. He might shift off a linebacker, but now he has to worry about these corners. So then to stop that, you start stacking the box. You already know they can't change to a play because it's so loud. You know they're going to run the ball, and now you got your corners at the line. You basically turn an offense in the Saints that love to do those long, explosive plays down the field into a, a team that now has to do screens and running the ball, which is not in their 
I should say, book of plays. They're not known for grinding games out and running the ball, pound you, pound you, pound you. So you're taking them out of their element. Now, I could be wrong. Sean Payton could be a phenomenal coach and just all of a sudden took his playbook, threw it out the window, and it's going to come into Saturday's game with a whole bunch of runs. Or it's a Sunday's game. I think it's Sunday's game with a whole bunch of runs. Uh, the possibility that happened, in my opinion, very low. And that's why I give it a two-touchdown lead to Seattle to win that game. That's going to be the only game that I give a point spread for, by the way. I like Russell Hustle Bustle Wilson, as I call him. Um, I think that he he's not the tallest quarterback either, but... Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little Drew, bit more. He's a little bit more mobile than Drew Brees, though. Yeah, and I see Drew Brees drop back, and especially the last game, which which I kind of noticed more than I I did in the past. Um, the way that he drops back, and the time that it takes him to complete the entire rotation. Like, he puts his entire body... You, you know how Peyton Manning and and, uh, and uh, Tom Brady have that back foot, and it doesn't go back that far, but Drew Brees drops all the way back and goes... All, his arm extends all the way in that full motion. I've seen him get sacked a lot of times going through that full motion. You know, it's not but so long that the line can hold the defense before you get sacked. And they almost lost that game because of that entire duration of time that it took him. I think Russell Wilson, because of his his accuracy, his, his strength, and, and his running ability, pretty good receivers too. And you got Marshawn Lynch. You know what, Marshawn... I, I don't I don't have enough confidence in New Orleans's um, run defense either, in a way of containing Marshawn Lynch. Now here's how I believe that the Seahawks win, real easy, ground and pound. Then <laughs> you you throw the ball on third down. That's how you do it, ground and pound. Throw it on third down. I like that. Ground and pound, throw it on third down. Ground and pound, throw it on third down. Oh, snap. Got a song going. Yeah, so that's how you do it. And and make sure that Drew Brees is playing from behind. Um, no, make very hard to score points when Drew Brees is on the bench. Very hard. And with all that noise, keeping him uh, from playing from behind, make putting that pressure on him, keeping him cold, um, literally, and, and figuratively, um, then I think the Seahawks have a great chance of winning that game. I don't. I don't see the Seahawks losing unless unless they make a, a drastic, drastic mistake like a fumble at the wrong moment. Or, I mean, Russell Wilson could throw an interception, but I, I just I don't know. I don't see that happening. I, I'll agree with you. Two touchdown win for the Seahawks. I, I don't like New Orleans by you know tradition. Even though my dad's from there, he doesn't like them either. I find that funny, but I don't question it. But um, I guess it's like me being from South Carolina and not liking the Panthers. But there's a reason why I don't like the, the, the I haven't liked the Panthers in the past because they're really they should rename it the Charlotte Panthers because they don't represent both Carolinas. What other 
professional team that you know represents two states. Not a city, but two states. Doesn't make any sense. Pisses me off. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll move past that. That's just... Oh, my God. So, we are under the understanding that the Seahawks are probably going to win that game. You're giving it a two-touchdown win. Two-touchdown spread, I'm sorry. Uh, and New Orleans goes home. How about... Did we say who we think would win the uh, Carolina game? Did we already say? I chose the Panthers. And I didn't choose. Ugh. Ugh. That's rough. I don't know. I don't know because ultimately we, we think that the Seahawks are going to win. I want to see a good matchup against the Seahawks. And either team would be a good matchup. I want. I, I kind of want to see Colin Kaepernick against uh, Russell Wilson again. Uh, I, I don't mind that. Um, but I'm totally not opposed to seeing Cam Newton against Russell Wilson. I'm, I'm totally not opposed to that either. Great defenses, good enough offenses. Oh, man. I don't, I don't know. If I had to make a choice right now because Cam Newton is impressing me so much, Give him the year. Give him the year. He wins. And they go to the NFC Championship game. Hopefully they put on a good show against the competitor, whoever wins the uh, New Orleans-Seattle game. Um, so I guess we got that. So we move to the NFC. I mean, sorry, the AFC. Um, do you want to start with the Chargers and Broncos or the Colts and Patriots? Let's go ahead and get that Colts and Patriots game out of the way. First of all, the coach should be watching this game from their couch and playing it on Madden. They shouldn't even be actually going to Foxborough for this game. There should be the Chiefs and the Patriots, but somehow the Chiefs found a way to lose the game. Well, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. Shouldn't take anything away from the Colts' comeback. But the Colts are very much one-dimensional with their game. They can only pass the ball because their running game is in the hands of Donald Brown, and this guy, he was supposed to be really good. What what was his name? Rick, Trent, Trent Richardson. Yeah, oh, my guy. God. That dude? Oh. That guy, which, Piece you know, crap. on his first carry in the playoffs, fumbled the football. But luckily they won the game, so he gets a chance to redeem himself in his upcoming game. But right now, their running game is, is not stable. Andrew Luck is having to do everything on offense. I don't imagine that he's taking off his jersey and putting on a 55 jersey going to play defense a little bit because it seems like they're asking to do everything on that Indianapolis Colts team. And I, I think this is where the luck stops in Foxborough because you're going up against one of the greatest defensive minds in the game, Bill Belichick. Bill! Yeah. He already knows you're a one-trick pony, and you can only pass. And your one good receiver, Reggie Rain, is out for the year. It's been out for quite some time now. Oh, yeah. Belichick is going to have some tricks up his sleeve because he's had a whole entire week, week to plan for this game. So be prepared, Andrew Luck, to see some defensive calls you've probably never seen before. You might see Blount playing corner. Huh? No, you won't see that, but you'll see some interesting <laughs> things on defense. 
So it'll be the first time that I believe that the uh, Patriots and Colts have played since uh, Andrew Luck has been a quarterback for the uh, the Colts. Am I correct? Oh wow! I, they should have played at least once during the regular season. I don't think they did. Uh, I don't believe so. If, if it was last season, that was something different. I don't. I don't. You know what? I lie. They did. I remember. Oh my God. Yeah. Never mind. They did. I think that's one of the games that we lost. I think they beat us. Oh, yeah, I think they did. Um, but I mean, that was regular season anyway, so that don't matter. If they, if we played them, it's, it's been a blur. I I believe that it was early in the season, but it doesn't matter. Who cares? Um, we're in the playoffs. 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 We got home field advantage. We got the playoffs, and um. Andrew Luck earned my respect to a certain extent because of the the play that he did to get that that touchdown. You know, it, it was a fumble. He picked it up and bam! He was like, "Not today!" And uh, he was like, "You know, we're gonna win." But as you said, the one trick pony, Bill Belichick, has something in store for him. He had a, a while to prepare. Tom Brady's gonna, I hope. Uh, do well against that defense. As long as there's not a lot of drop passes. Ellington is going to get his. Amadola better show up. Because I don't know about that dude. Uh, I forget the new tight end guy that stepped in for uh, Gronkowski, but he's pretty good. Uh, we got to see about the other receivers. So we know Akit lead is going to do his thing with the with the coverage on the wide receivers for um, Indianapolis, and Indianapolis doesn't really have any, any. Before we get ahead of ourselves and say that the 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 receivers of Indianapolis did a great job last game, we have to realize that there wasn't much defense played in that game last week, at all. I I mean, it looked like I'm gonna go back. It looked like Tetmo Bowl. <laughs> You remember when uh, Joe Montana, you could like throw off the screen, literally off the screen, and get a touchdown. It seemed like that. Like it didn't matter what you do, somebody was going to score. The best thing was the Bo Jackson cheat, when all you had to do was just run to one side and just run a circle around, and nobody could catch up to Bo Jackson because he was just so fast. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I believe that you're going to see a heavy dose of Blount, Shane Vereen, and Ridley. And the paid, the referees should check Steve and Ridley for stick'em, duct tape, and all adhesive surfaces. Mm, super good. Because, yeah, he will not be fumbling the ball against the Colts. He bet not. Guaranteed. Uh, LeGarrett Blunt in my opinion, is the unsung hero recently for the Patriots. It's this like a dude, mad truck in pads. Oh, my God. Like, this dude can not only run over people, but he has pretty good hands, you know? He, he can, he, he's been catching some balls. Uh, Ellington, or... God dang it. I'm calling the dude the wrong name. Ugh. Number eleven. I always met. I I used to call him Wes Walker Jr. Oh, Edelman. Edelman. Yes. 
I even call him Ellington. The thing about a cornerback. Um, but Edelman has really stepped up and took the place of Wes Welker and has done a, a pretty good job. So Tom Brady, Bill Belichick together know how to optimize what they have as a staff. You know, we could have used a lot of excuses about about uh, injuries, just like Atlanta did. You could use other guys out. One of our star players is out. Oh, we're going to lose every game almost, and then, you know, we're just going to disappoint the fans. We did what we could, but if we don't have this piece of the puzzle, we can't win any games. Commend uh, the Patriots for going through as much as it did, winning as much games. I mean, at, at one point, I didn't think we were going to even talk about them in the playoffs because of the injuries, but we, again, are talking about them in the playoffs. And I don't know if that's just the fact that the Patriots have uh, have done so well in, in the midst of the – or in spite of the injuries, or if the division was just that sucky. Or was it a combination of, of the two, uh, the Jets? Oh, the Jets are terrible. Oh, my God. Damn. I read a very interesting quote in Sports Illustrated that said something of the sort of, Peyton Manning has great receivers, whereas Tom Brady makes great receivers. Amen. Because at the beginning of the season, I challenged anybody to name me a receiver on the Patriots. Couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. But now, what's his name? Keelan Thomas, Edelman, Amendola, they've become household names outside of New England. So Tom Brady has made some great receivers this season. And that's why I give this game to the Patriots. We're playing at home. It's hard to lose in Gillette Stadium for the Patriots. Especially in the playoffs, Tom Brady shows up. Tom Brady and all the staff show up like not, not, nothing before. Now, when we get to the Super Bowl, there's something different. But um, as long as we're not playing the Giants, we'll be all right. But this <laughs> <laughs> is that one kryptonite, man. But uh, I think that we will win. And your phone's dying. Um, you know, it's in the other room. That's what's hilarious. Wow, that's loud. Yeah. Samsung boy. Um we will see the Patriots win by my assumption because of the lack of defense on the Colts. All you got is Mathis. The only person you got is Mathis on the Colts. And if you Uh you got Freeney. Oh yeah, I forgot about Dwight Freeney. Why is he still in the league? <laughs> it just seems like he's been playing forever. Oh my God! Well, I, I, okay. So, so you got those? Oh, well, you know, there's no. I mean, I don't believe in the corners. Do you know a corner for him? No. <laughs> nope. There you go. So, uh, Edelman is going to tear it up. I want to see Amendola do like have a substantial contribution in one freaking game. All that money they paid him. Have a substantial contribution, sir. And wreck shop 
catch every pass that's thrown to you. Maybe it's four. Maybe it's 15. Nah, it ain't going to be 15. No, but, he's injury prone. Man, that, oh man nah, I, I'm sorry, but the, the dude has to do his due diligence. And we don't need him to run the slot route. But catch... Be open. <laughs> I've seen routes that he's ran and deliberately not become open. I'm like, you are a piece of work, sir. But, yeah, I, I think the Patriots are going to win. Uh, I hope the Patriots are going to win. You know, my fanhood would be questioned if I thought <laughs> otherwise. <laughs> So we're in agreement that the Patriots going to win that. Uh, do you have a, sp- a point spread on that? No. That game should be a blowout. I'm not going to go that far because uh, uh, that could be a, a curse if I say it. You can say it. I can't <laughs> say it. Uh, so we're at the last yes. matchup. Yes. You know what? This matchup to me... I don't see any reason why the Colts... Uh, oh, I'm thinking Peyton Manning. I'm still thinking Colts. Oh, God forgive me. I don't see any reason why the Broncos can't pull out a win against the Chargers. The Chargers who barely beat the second string of the Chiefs. Who did they play last week? I can't even remember. The big gals? They... They barely beat. Well, they didn't barely beat. They, but they blew out the Bengals. They, they, the Bengals gave them the game. It wasn't a. The Bengals beat themselves. I'm not going to say that the Chargers beat the Bengals. The Bengals beat themselves with the fumbles. And there was a couple of plays where they could have made uh, the Bengals could have made a touchdown or got close enough to get a few goals and touchdowns, and they have failed on those attempts. So I'm not going to say that the Chargers won that game. I would say that the Bengals lost that game. So by that assumption or by that judgment, I'm going to say there's no reason why the Broncos can't win that game. They have. I don't think they have the strongest defense, but I I know for a fact that in terms of weapons across the board, in the offensive power, run game, especially wide receiver, uh, no one's matching the Broncos. No one. And you got the intelligence of Peyton Manning. It's going to be hard to beat them. Uh, you, You basically have to match points. It's very hard. Oh, they don't want to get into a shootout with the Broncos. But, you know, the Broncos almost had four receivers with 1,000 yards each individually. Very, very hard to cover because you might be able to take off one guy by double-teaming him or or bracketing him when he's out running his patterns, but it's very hard to do that across four receivers. So, yeah, spread them out and then check into a run and let no Sean Marino just do his thing. It's going to be very hard for the Chargers to beat the Broncos. And also, the Chargers are kind of playing with a coach down because their offensive coordinator, uh, Ken Winsenhut, has been interviewing for the Giants, not the Giants, the Lions, 
the Browns, and I think the Raiders coaching position. So has he had time to game plan against the Broncos? If you're a Chargers fan, you hope so. <laughs> if you're a realist, no. So, you know, he's he's probably going to just recycle old game plan against these Broncos defense because the Broncos defense really isn't top-notch. It's because I think Vaughn Miller is, is done for the playoffs, so they lose a, a linebacker and I think about 10-plus sacks on the year. And their corners, not that great because no. they did give up, what, 47 points to Dallas in that massive shootout. But well, every not game forget about the Patriots comeback in the second yeah, half. Yeah, yeah. Down by twenty-four points and the Patriots came back. I, I I don't I mean that's like your father spotting you ten points and playing you to eleven in basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, come on guys. All you gotta do is not let them score and you get this done. But yeah, I, if this game becomes a shootout I don't think anybody's beaten Peyton Manning in a shootout head-to-head this year. He's had teams come back on him, but he hasn't lost in the shootout. So Broncos should win this game easily as well. Well, I won't say – I almost said a point spread on this one, but I, I won't say a point spread. I'm going to just say the Broncos win this game easily, setting up the dream matchup, Broncos-Patriots in two weeks. So if if that comes to fruition, I'm going to have to uh, I'm going to have to watch that game at 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 the venue other than my my home. I mean that that's going to require a bar and some drinks and maybe hashtag turn up hashtag super turn up. <laughs> no, I mean I mean because again, if that happens, that's my Super Bowl. <laughs> of course, I'm going to watch the Super Bowl, but. If it's Peyton and Tom, are you getting any better than that? No, uh, in I terms mean, of matchups. Thinking about it, as far as head-to-head quarterback matching, matching pairings that we could possibly have, yeah, the the possibility of a Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, AFC Championship game is the equivalent of a Super Bowl game. I mean, I mean, let's go ahead and have a halftime show in Michael Jackson's titty and call it a year. So how about this? We got Janet Jackson's of, titty. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was a Freudian slip. I'm gonna need um, you to edit that. I can't. Sorry. Oh. I know this is live TV. I like women. Females, I love you. He has warrants. <laughs> um, but no children. And a corporate corporate job. With benefits. He has good credit too, ladies. And a 401k. Oh, that means he got retirement so he can grow old with you. And he owns property. Oh, that, the property doesn't own him. Like, old. Yeah. <laughs> never mind. I'm All this <laughs> behind me is mine. <laughs> I bought this. This is mine. <laughs> this is my house. I own this. I haven't decorated shit, but it's mine. <laughs> I, like, I got some CDs from 1992 that need dusting. So when you come I'm over, Columbia House. Make yeah. 
when you come over, make sure you bring some pine saw and a dust cloth and hook it up. Wait a minute, hold on, hold on. So are you <laughs> are you are you looking for a date or are you looking for a housekeeper? <laughs> I need you to be able to cook, clean, change yeah. a tire, and hold Ooh. the pistol. I need you to be do everything. Ooh, you need a ride or die pine saw chick. I'm looking away on that. You know that if I get in a fight. We got in a fight. I think you just killed some uh, chances right there by saying that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, all these, look, look, what you see on Atlanta Housewives, I, I, I don't want that. I don't want that. I just came up. I can't afford that yet. <laughs> Speaking of the, uh, reality TV, this dude has been on reality TV, so he's already a That is true. Star. That is true. Yeah, yeah, um, look at his Instagram and you'll find it. I'm a celebrity. Y'all. I'm famous. Turn up. So, I, I have a, uh, not so much of a stat, but looking at a reliable old tablet here, I'm seeing that uh, out of the eight teams that we have, only two of them are indoor teams. And we we both know that the Super Bowl is going to be outdoors. So my question to you now, well, uh, l let me say which teams, just in case people don't, don't remember or, or, or know. The Colts are indoor, even though they're up north. And New Orleans is indoor. Everybody else is outdoor. Um, for y'all two teams, just give it up, cause you know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, please don't waste our time. First of all, please don't waste our time because it's gonna be outdoor anyway. Don't make it a bad experience for us to watch, because you're not good at playing outdoors. The Colts are not good at playing outdoors. You know, and we know about New Orleans. They're sketchy as hell about playing outdoors. Don't waste our time. And they're predicting snow for the Super Bowl. Please don't waste our time. Please, please. We, we, we are we are uh, kind of on the fence about Peyton Manning in outdoor still, but I mean, we still want to see him. Uh, we we know how the Patriots roll in the snow. Well, 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 oh, well, I, I, well, let's go back in history. I think the Patriots were playing the Oakland Raiders in that wonderful, wonderful, what is it called? The Brady Rule? Where apparently if Tom Brady is throwing the football and he doesn't complete the pass, it's an incomplete pass and not a fumble, and therefore the Raiders couldn't run it back to score the touchdown. Do you remember that? Did that happen? Well, you know, um, at, at some point in your career, you have to uh, be able to uh, to uh, create new new uh, <laughs> rules. Um, I wasn't mad at that. I mean, as long as it wasn't like somebody like uh, like uh, freaking uh, Rogers. 
getting that rule implemented. I don't care. It's, it's Tom Brady. Look, Tom Brady is like, ah, oh, man. So Tom Brady, three Super Bowls early in his career, went to the Super Bowl two more times. We won't mention that he lost two Cold times. Cold as ice. But, and Tom Brady holds a lot of stats. Some some of those stats are being taken by Peyton Manning. Thanks a lot, Peyton. But this guy is destined to go in the Hall of Fame, destined oh, yeah. to have some stats um held by himself unless Peyton Manning does more stat takeaways before his way out uh, forgot my point but what was my point well I think you were talking about how Tom Brady can make his own rules because you know yes. he has two rules in the NFL yes two rules oh, you got to be important to make your own rules you got to be like Michael Jordan's status to make your own rule. I'm not saying that he's Michael Jordan's status because I'm not going to say he's the best player to ever play. Michael Jordan, understandably across the world, is not arguably, but semi 100% understood, 90% <laughs> understood, that he is the best player to ever play. The GOAT. The GOAT, yes. And, and for those of you young cats that have not seen Michael Jordan games footage or whatnot, I just want to say who else can sell shoes like that? That far after he retires, dude, they played basketball for ten years, and y'all still shooting and killing people over Jordans. Killing mofo's. It's the reason why I don't lace my shoes up right now. You want to have them? Go get another pair. Let me get them Jordan Elevens, son. Let me get them. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, Elevens. Yeah, those Elevens for the Elevens. Hey, if they bring back the (laughs) Elevens. If they bring back the 11s, you'd know what type of rioting. It would be like the L.A. riots. Like if they brought them back for one day, people, they would shut down cities. I would literally call in sick if I could get my hands on a pair of the 11s with the red bottom with the black Mm. patent leather. I would be sick, and I would post to all social media sites. (laughs) Dude, how about this? How about this? If it was between, because you know they're going to charge for it. If it was between having the the Jordan 11s or your lights getting turned off. Which I one? got candles. Thank you. I've been waiting to burn. <laughs> Jordan 11s all day, every day. Look, during the daytime, you don't need no lights. You don't need lights. If you need to, if you need to stream or look at uh, look at YouTube, watch this show, whatnot, you go to Starbucks, buy a buck, buy a, buy a cup of coffee, and you can use all Wi-Fi all day long. You go to your local library. Yes, sir. And, and, you know, go go to university library and whatnot. Go go somewhere that they have public Wi-Fi. And and you know what? When it gets nighttime and it gets cold outside, who are you holding? Mm. Who are you holding? Matter of fact, burn some paper in the trash can. Take the smoke detectors out, though. You gotta take the smoke detectors out. Burn oh, some paper oh, in the you trash can. Can't tell people to burn. <laughs> <laughs> you need to put a little disclaimer on the bottom of the screen. <laughs> Look, 
<laughs> if I got to tell him that, then you know, if you guys follow me up, you you deserved everything that comes from that. <laughs> you can't tell people to burn trash. You know, burning dude, candles, yes, I will burn some candles, but you can't tell people to light trash in their house. Nah, you see, you, you know them bills that you know you ain't gonna pay? <laughs> Why don't you put that in the trash can and provide some heat for yourself? <laughs> this one's not pink yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I wouldn't go pay them anyway. They've been sending me this for five years. I still don't got the money. I don't know what happened. Uh, and the coupons that you look. If if I get another like roofing coup, I live in an apartment. If you send me coupons for roof repair, matter of fact, use that for fire. Use that for fire. Why 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 am I getting like roofing repair coupons when you know you're sending it to an apartment? The one that tripped me out is when I got the coupon for Sibilac. I'm like, wait a minute, is there something that you want to tell me? Maybe you should tell the world that you got kids. Hey, hey, I have no children mm. that I know of. Alrighty. I have no it's kids. Changing. The, the, the story is changing. Ever changing. He's going to have six kids by next month. Watch. <laughs> Full grown kids. Yes. And, and, and he has a kid by uh, a girl named Consuela. And, and she she's asking for some more lemon pledge. More lemon pledge. <clears throat> so um, I guess we're done talking about football. So Harry, um, in 2013, we discussed uh, you venturing to do some type of sports show, podcasts, whatnot. How much more have you thought about doing that? A dedicated sports show has might have light coming to it this summertime when baseball season kicks off. I understand that. Uh, I am an avid fan of baseball. I've followed baseball probably ever since I was eight years old. And I've been thinking about that I would like to spread the joy of one of the games that I've played for about 16, 18 years of my life as well and letting people know the little nuances that I know about the game of baseball and just share them with the world. So when baseball season here kicks off, and by the way, big shout-out to Tom Gladlin, Greg Maddox, and Frank Thomas making it into the Hall of Fame. I'd like to give a shout-out to them. They are part of the first people to make it into the Hall of Fame during the quote-unquote steroid era, who I believe those players were clean throughout the entire time. Mm -hmm. And just to give you a little preview about my baseball knowledge here, uh, Frank Thomas came into the baseball league. I, he averaged a 301 batting average for, as a right-hander, two-time MVP, and had over 571 home runs and did 100% clean his entire career. Now, in that same time period, Rafael Pomero, who got busted for steroids twice, had over 500 home runs and over 4,000 RBIs, and he is on the outside looking in and unfortunately fell off of the Hall of Fame ballot this year by receiving less than four 
less than 5% of the voting for the ballot, so he's no longer eligible to get voted in. So this is a huge topic that I would like to discuss in my podcast, hopefully coming out this spring, about the steroid era in baseball and where does the Baseball Hall of Fame move forward in putting these athletes? Because their records are still in the books, but none of the players have been elected into the Hall of Fame. So that's just a brief, but a little brief preview of what I would like to do with a, with a podcast. That's pretty good. And for those of you that don't know, Harry's on the sports shows that I do because he is a expert, enthusiast, far more than I am. I watch football, basketball, but I don't analyze things as much as he does. And I wasn't a past athlete. I played on the blacktops in the backyard and whatnot, but I was never collegiate. Uh, I play games in, in college, but, you know, <laughs> the spades don't count, you know. Uh, but, I mean, I'm very excited to hear about the the evolution uh, of the show that you're going to do. And, you know, I'm going to be watching, listening, and whatnot. Um, hope that... And, and you guys follow, 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 follow. It, uh, another one of us, uh, Karon Brown, that was on the show last week. He's he's starting a new show this year. Uh, everybody needs the podcast. If I gotta keep saying it, I'm gonna keep saying it. But everybody needs the podcast. Talk about what you love. Talk about what you what makes you mad. What what grinds your gears. What 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 burns your blood. If that needs to be politics, news. In sports, uh, TV, knitting, whatever. Do that. Do that. Share your voice with America because you may die off. Your body may die off, but uh, what you leave as an imprint on uh, society makes a big difference. And your kids can always look at that. Your kids and generations, just generations down the road can look at it and be like, oh man, they did this and they talked about that. They had an impact. And you always can touch someone's life. You may not think that you have or will, but it's always a possibility. You reach out to the world, and, and somebody is going to listen or watch your show, and uh, they're going to be like, man, I really like that. You, you made me think about something different. And, and as long as you reach out to that at least one person, you did uh, your job as a, uh, as a podcaster. So Harry Zell is going to have that new show in the summer, and we'll keep you updated on the name and how to watch and listen to it. So stay tuned to the Mavcast, and we'll promote Harry's new show. No problem. Uh, Appreciate so, it. Speaking of that, uh, tell the people how to find you on social media. Where is A.A. Rod? <laughs> well, you can find me at the Mind of Cube. That's pretty much my Twitter note. Yeah, yeah, that's my. I forgot my Twitter handle. That's my Twitter handle. That's also my photography site on Google Plus. You can also find me on YouTube as well. I've been posting, post a couple of YouTube videos of me. <laughs> yeah, I got a YouTube channel. Uh, it, the YouTube channel is just EQ. That's E C U B E D E Q. I, I got a little video on there. You can check it out. I think I got about two or three videos out there, so go ahead and check those out. 
And if you're looking for me on the Facebook, try to look very hard because it's covered in dust. I need Consuelo to come through <laughs> with the Lemon Pledge and go ahead and clean that sucker off. But hopefully once I get everything <laughs> up and going, might start cleaning up the Facebook page. Working on a website. Working on a website. Yeah. I, I, I'm an amateur photographer, so I'm working on a website. That's all, that's all I can really say about that. Uh, nothing 100% yet, but it's it's coming along. It's coming along. But once I get that done, I'll definitely do a shameless plug here on the MathCast as well. So, you know, you don't have to be... Uh... You don't have to worry about shameless plugs because that's all that's all I do on here is shameless plugs. And uh, I'm going to I was thinking about renaming the show Shameless Plug Cast, but I don't think no one would watch that. Um, you can watch and listen to the Mavcast on the Mavcast dot blogspot dot com. You can find me on dot Twitter com. at dot com. <laughs> Speaking of dot com. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Let's air out his trash. No, just kidding. What the hell kind of... Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> no, we ain't going to talk about that. We're going to get him on the show, though. And and mind you, when we get... We're going to call him dot com, and he's going to fight all of us. Um... <laughs> If he ever gets on the show, he, he there's gonna be a lot of yelling, and it's not no because reason. he's deaf. He's not deaf. He's not hard of hearing. That's just how he. Is. Haven't you seen his movies? That's how he talks. <laughs> oh man! People, if you haven't noticed, we just quote random movies for no reason. <laughs> like, like, I, 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 I don't know what to do with my my hands. I, I, I just don't. Don't do it. My hands. Hey, hey, you remember this? Remember this? You I got to go find Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, here's a perfect example. People listening to it today at work, I quoted Ingram. <laughs> oh God, this guy. I quoted Anchorman at work <laughs> during our morning meeting. <laughs> So inappropriate. <laughs> the Black Panther. He's quite pungent. He made the boss laugh, so it was all good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go watch and listen to, to the Mavcast at themavcast.blogspot.com. Follow me on Twitter at uh, CharlieMav. I'm on Facebook now again. Been there for a while, just for the show. Um, Facebook.com backslash the Mavcast. I got a vanity URL um, on uh, Google Plus. So plus Charlie. You know I don't I don't know that one. I don't know that. So it might be Charlie Maverick Smith. So don't hold me to that if you can't find me. Well, if you're watching this, you found me already. So don't worry about that. Uh, where else am I? Uh, um. Instagram, Charlie Maverick. If you like food pictures and random memes, and I don't use that that much. But 
I want to thank you guys for listening to the show. Thank you for staying. You know, we've been rolling off the show for about an hour, 30-ish minutes, and it's all good. It's been fun. This is the first, um, I would say, conference show that was on video. And you'll still be able to listen to the show on your podcast catcher, iTunes, and, of course, YouTube. So you guys... Talk about that with your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your pa. Going back to Arkansas, Arkansas, as you call it, Harry. And uh, Arkansas. <laughs> how people enunciate certain words versus spelling is a show in itself, and we will do that show. Um, I've been saying it for about five episodes. We're going to do the uh, Walking Dead. Episode before no. the season starts. We back gotta again. do the ridiculous name show. Oh man, we should do that next week. That would be great. Matter of fact, I'm gonna have like three beers lined up, and I'm gonna drink them during the show. And progressively, I'm gonna get more incoherent as the show goes on. And we're gonna go through those those names. And uh, they might shut me off. Of, of the, they might not let me broadcast anymore, but that's okay. We're going to see how that works out. Yeah. 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 I want to talk about Easter. I wanna, we want to talk about the stupid holiday uh, uh, concepts one time. But we might have to wait till Good Friday for that one. You know, just to make it more relevant. Right. So, yeah. We'll talk about how Easter bunnies lay eggs and stuff like that. Anyway, off topic. Always get off off topic before ending the show. You want to add anything else? You got anything else you want to tell the people? Right. Uh, people, so I did my plug for my YouTube channel. If you go there now, you will see a video on there of me doing a trick on a trampoline. And I said that next week I would do something spectacular. FYI, it's next week. Stay tuned for the upload. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, snap. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Are you going to have your um, your show on your YouTube channel this summer? Uh, Yeah. I, I, I got the camera to do it with, so I, I know I should, should do some high-quality YouTube channels. And... Charlie can already tell you the sketches that I, the, <laughs> <laughs> the sketches that I came up with. I'll just go ahead and tell you that uh, it's gotten a laugh from the least religious people I know to the most religious people I know. Oh man, dude! So, oh man, just tell you, 2014. If all goes well, we got some big things covered. They might have to shut us off the internet afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> we might get a movie deal. Uh, we might get like disbanded. <laughs> we might get excommunicated. <laughs> oh lord! Hey, look, I'm not a part of the church. I'm all right. I'm already excommunicated from the church. I'm good. <laughs> we might get infidel put across our forehead. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. 
Oh, it, oh I'm sorry. Disclaimer. To those who don't know what ostracized, infidel, and excommunicated mean, step your vocabulary up. Webster. Or dictionary.com if you, if you can't. <laughs> if you don't know what a hardback you know, book you know, is. You know what? Hold on. I, I always hate it when people tell me to go to the dictionary to learn how to spell something. Because guess what? If I couldn't spell it, why the hell are you telling me to go look it up in the dictionary? <laughs> yeah, you got to know how to spell it to find it. Ain't that something? But you know what? You know what? Google, if you if you just press like the microphone button and you say it, It'll find it for you. You know, you know how many words I can't spell. You, everybody knows I can't spell. You say it, it spells it. Sometimes, you know, if you say it wrong, it'll still spell it right. You like, ooh, thank you. I didn't even know I was saying You know, but I mean, people that say that they learn a new word, and uh, those are the worst people that that read the dictionary and the the, the source. Who still has a thesaurus? Ah, <laughs> people that most of the people that did time, they they just go in the dictionary and they have a new word of the day. You know what? You people piss me off. Like you, you made the worst life decisions ever. Your car got, uh, uh, you got busted for possession of of marijuana. Uh, you lost your job because you didn't come to work enough, but you know a lot of words. Kill yourself, man. What does that mean? What does that mean? Do you know what that means, Mr. Dictionary? I'm gonna shut up now. I done offend. Uh, I offended everybody. All right, it's time to end the show. It's past my bedtime. I'm getting delirious again. So. Mavcast, uh, it's cold outside. He's starting to sing. Yeah, we're about to leave. <laughs> hey, 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 you still got that Drake? Oh, oh, you want to run out to that Drizzy? Unfortunately, yes. Make that happen, DJ. All right, bad behavior. FYI, I love music as well, too, people. And I just want to you, tell y'all one thing, that I'm on my worst behavior. Worst. <laughs> Niggas still think I'm out of But your shit is like police asking us questions. Nigga, we don't know shit. Alright, cut the camera. There was enough cursing in that in the bars that you know I have to I have to make this explicit now. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna make it explicit. Deal with it. Alright, so. Tune in next time for the Mavcast. Thank you for listening. The uh, audio will be up soon. I'm going to bed after this, like, while this renders, because I'm sleepy. So thank you for joining me again. Uh, We're going to have to do another one right before the Super Bowl. And uh, stay up. Turn up. 2014. He has warrants still. I got credit.
Google. Man, get out. All right. Good night, everyone. Hey, oh, oh, before we go, before we go, my, my, um, when it's cold outside, people tend to kick in doors waving the 4-4. Please, since you did not throw your baby mama down the stairs, can you protect her for a little while longer to make sure that she's not the one that gets shot in the head? Yes, protect your baby mother. Because there is like no other. You keep going back to the chick anyway, even though you married someone else. So why don't you just do her right? That's my little public service announcement to you. And yours. Hope you had a great holiday. And I hope you paid your child support. Because all those gifts you gave that other chick's baby, you ain't give your child nothing. And you know what? You ain't shit. Because of that. I'm turning the camera off now. Bye. Bye, everyone.